Here I am, Lord, send me. Here I am, Lord, send me. How do these words resonate in your heart when you hear them? The ideal, what we're all shooting for, is that of what it is to be a saint. That when you hear these words, you're ready to go out and do that which the Lord is calling you to do, both in your particular and universal vocation. What what do those words mean? Each of us have a particular vocation. We were created by God with a purpose, right? He has a plan for us. Whether it is to be a priest or a nun, or, or like most of us, to be married, to be, to be uh, mothers and fathers, maybe to be single to the Lord, for the Lord, whatever he has in mind for us, we have a particular vocation, but we all have the universal call to be holy, to be saints, to give up the world and embrace Christ. And that can be difficult. I know personally in my own life, that can be very difficult. We don't know what it's going to take to give up. We don't know what we're going to have to leave behind, what securities we've built up, and the fact that we're human. We, we sin, we fall, and uh, that, that causes fear, anxiety in our life. And maybe sometimes it's not even our own fault. We're in situations where something has happened in our life, there's a wound there, and we have a hard time trusting. We have a hard time just completely surrendering to God. And the apostles are a beautiful example of this, both how to, how to show us what it's like to, to properly, as saints, fall, but then also not so much, right? We think of the 12 that our Lord is, is calling here in the beginning with Simon Peter and uh, James and John. These men were not perfect by any means. These are the ones that God chose to lead his church, and we see so many examples where they fall, right? Judas betrayed Christ at the most important moment, and what does he do? He doesn't trust God. He doesn't have hope, but he he despairs. He turns inward and completely disconnects himself from Christ. But the other apostles, they show us how to fall and to allow ourselves to be picked up again by Christ. Brothers and sisters, we are not defined by our faults. We're not defined by any temptation or vice or evil situation that has happened to us in our life, any wounds. And the saints show us what it's like to have the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ working in their life through the sacrament of confession, through the Eucharist. And this is the example that they give to us. And this week, I had a a pretty unique example actually happened to me in my life that I want to share with you. So Friday night, I was in Rockford. One of my very good friends had her birthday. And I was able to go to Rockford after my classes in Mundelein and go to the party. And good to see a lot of people in Rockford. Seminary and Nick was there. It's always really good to see him, you know. Father Ryan Browning was there. Not so good to see him, but you know, what are you going to do? And as you know, it was raining a lot this week. And it was even worse in Rockford. So the roads, some of the neighborhoods aren't salted. And they're just literally inches of ice. You could go skating on them. I'm not even kidding. And so I go to the party, I arrive, and this neighborhood is not properly salted. Mental lapse, I parked up the hill on the ice and uh, went into the party. Didn't even think about it. Go into the party, have great fraternity, wonderful birthday party, and it's time to leave. I go out to my car, I turn it on, and try to go forward, and the tires, they are just slipping. I am not moving forward at all. I'm starting to go backwards a little bit. Thankfully, there's no car behind me. But I was like, oh my goodness, I need help. So I go back into the party, 
and I asked my friends, I said, you know what guys, I'm stuck, I, I need your help. They were all very amused by the situation. And we go outside, it's quite a commotion, we get salt to get some traction going, and on the way out to the car, I hit a slick pack of ice, a patch of ice, and fall right, right down on my tail. And my loving, virtuous friends thought this was hysterical. And some of them were just laughing at me, you know, and I, I could have been upset, I could have told them to get lost. But, you know, I'm able to laugh at myself, and we go forward, and it took a little while, but uh, we were able to get my car unstuck. I go home, I spent, spent Friday night at home, I told my mom, they all, you know, laughed at me, and that's, you know, what they love to do most. Mental lapse number two, I forgot the birthday present. I bought a book for my friend. So Saturday morning, returning to St. Charles to be here for the weekend, I stopped by my friend's house. It was about noon yesterday. The sun is very bright, and that ice is even more slippery now. There's a little water right on the ice, so slippery. So I'm very careful. I turn into the road, very much remembering what happened the night before. And what do I see but a car I don't know, a white sedan, stuck in almost the exact same way that I was. They're diagonal in the road where they're right in the way. So I'm creeping closer and, and I, I recognize that there are five flustered teenage girls in this car just trying to figure out what to do. And they said, can you get around us? We're sorry, we're stuck. And I recognized divine providence had given me a chance to redeem myself. So I, I barely was able to get around them. I parked the car and I got out and I said, can I, can I help you ladies? And they said, oh, we don't really know, we've tried. Road assistance might be coming, we're stuck. And I said, this is my moment. This is my moment for redemption. So four of the girls get out of the car to make, you know, make it a little lighter for me. And uh, they tried to push it like we did the night before, but with the water, they couldn't get any traction. Thankfully, I'm 6'2", I have longer legs, I could get into the snow. And I tried to push and they're filming me, I'm falling down, I'm trying to push the car, so I'm on Snapchat falling out all over somewhere, I know I am, I know I am for sure, but I was not going to let this moment of redemption pass by, and in a Captain America-esque moment, I got my feet in the snow and was able to push the car while it was going, and I saved these five girls, I saved them, yeah, thank you, thank you. And the girls are giggling, it's a funny situation, uh, they thanked me, they tried to give me, you know, $10. I said, no, girls, you know, <laughs> let me, let me just, come on, let me be the hero here. And uh, so I told them, God bless you, have a good weekend, and they left, and that was that. Uh, but boy, that feeling in my heart of redemption, I was glowing, I was glowing. Take me now, God, I'm ready. So why, why am I telling you this story? It, it's not about me being Captain America in this moment, which, which I was, I was, it's very important. <laughs> But how do we react when we have fallen down? Like I said, we're all human. We all have sin in our life. And just like St. Peter in the gospel, he can say, Lord, depart from me, I am a sinful person. But brothers and sisters, our Lord says, no, I have something greater for you. And if we hope in the Lord, if we trust in the Lord, and we let that grace work in our lives through the sacraments, he is going to give us that moment of redemption. He's going to give us the opportunity to be saints. We cannot let the sins of our past affect the saints we're called to be in the future. We cannot let any evil situation, any wounds in our past affect the light in the world that God is calling us to be. Sisters, you are first and foremost 
daughters of Christ. Brothers, you are first and foremost sons of Christ. Nothing else is your identity. No temptation, no vice. That is not you. Sometimes in our culture, they want us to define ourselves by a temptation, a vice in our life. And whatever it is, our Lord says, no, you were made for me. You were made for more. You were called to be a saint. That is the universal call that each and every one of us have. So brothers and sisters, be not afraid. I invite you, whatever fears you have, whatever there is, securities that you think is something you can rely on, if it's taking you away from Christ, leave it behind. And in the private time of your prayer, open up your heart to the will of God and earnestly pray, here I am, Lord, send me.